When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Hello, welcome to another Touchdown Frackers podcast. My name is Lewis and I'm joined by Babs and Sam the Hockage. How are you doing, Hockage? I'm good, man. First appearance on the main pod. Lovely little Christmas present for the guests. Whatever. Yeah, on the main one, yeah. Been waiting yeah. patiently in the wings. Mm. On the to be bench. honest, I haven't really spoken to you since the Discord days. So, um, yeah, yeah, I- I've missed you, man. I've missed you. I've missed our little oh, jam. you too. But yeah, it does it does kind of seem like you've gone off the boil since like Arsenal became good and Chelsea became shit. Hey, that's uh is that a lot, a lot changed. Is that, unsub- is that unsubstantiated or is yeah, it feels like 2004 again when uh, you beat us in the FA Cup final. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad I'm glad <laughs> that it feels that way. Uh Babs, how are you, man? Not too bad, you know, feeling in a Christmas spirit, you know, in the in the giving spirit. I'm always feeling good. You know, you know me, I'm always in a positive mood. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. That's good to hear. Well, I'm feeling I'm feeling very very positive because, you know, uh, we just we just continue. You know, the train just keeps going. You know, people are doubting us. Gabby Jesus, three moms. Oh, we're gonna see. You know, us. We're gonna we're gonna see how they get on without Gabby Jesus. But easy three one victory at home. Did you guys catch the game? Unfortunately, so unfortunately, yeah. so I did. Give, I did. Give, give us your, give us your thoughts, Sam. Give us your thoughts. What 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 did you think of the game itself? Nah, like the game as a whole is Arsenal this year. They have that inevitability factor, and I hate it. Mm. Like even when Newcastle scored, uh, sorry, West Ham, West Ham scored. Yeah. yeah, even when West Ham scored, most obvious pen. By the way, I saw some people trying to debate if it was a pen. Yeah, oh, hundred percent pen. Yeah, it definitely yeah. was. Um, like even when they scored, you just it was always there that I thought Arsenal were going to win. I mean, you were dominating before, you dominated after. A pen is a pen. Um, yeah. So that's what I thought of the whole game. What I thought about most of your games this year. You just have that air of inevitability. You just keep going and going and then you eventually score and it makes me sick. But you I'm, do it. I'm, I'm glad it makes you <laughs> sick. I could 
always get Dr. Leroy to prescribe you some anti-nausea medicine if, if it helps. But um, uh, I, even... It, I know, I know you speak here about like that inevitability factor and you know we were kind of having like a debate in the Tashiguna group chat you know some of the the, pe- the more pessimistic Arsenal fans I won't mention any names uh were saying nah you know we we do struggle to like last season there was quite uh, like a theme where you know if we went behind in games we wouldn't come back um it is a different team from what we saw last season uh, admittedly but you know obviously one key addition this season that we had to change that was was Gabby so it's interesting that you mentioned the inevitability inevitability factor. You 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 felt that way even though you know Gabby wasn't on the pitch, and then Ketty is still a relatively like unknown quantity. Yeah, I mean, I've been pretty impressed with Enketia when I've seen him. I know Babs is a big fan. We had a we had a talk about it earlier on in the season. F- former Chelsea, um, yeah, like a lot of players, <laughs> but um. Yeah, I, I think Jesus has like he's been quality. Don't get me wrong. Obviously, his goal scoring has been a little bit questionable, but I don't think your kind of inevitability comes from one player, and that's what makes you so good at the minute. Is the inevitability is more of a team thing. It feels like your team is inevitable. It's not like I don't know. Sometimes when Liverpool used to be good, it's like Salah is inevitable. Do you know what I mean? Like you mm. knew Salah was going to do something, but now it feels like Arsenal just as a team. I think Arteta has gone playing really really well um and it kind of is from the front to the back i mean there's ramsdale who i wasn't the biggest fan of and a lot of arsenal fans weren't the biggest fan i don't of. think anyone was <laughs> to be fair uh, I, I, yeah, I think I it'd think be hard he, pressed to find the ramsdale fan prior exactly and i think he gives you what you need um he's good on the ball he's obviously he's very loud and arrogant which from a goalie as we saw with someone like martinez in the World Cup, you don't always have to be the best kind of goalie. Sometimes that can just help mm. just being loud and arrogant and being the kind of being a leader at the back there. And then I think just throughout the team, you've got difference makers, something that my club definitely lacks. And I think a lot of other clubs lack at the minute. Um, so, yeah, I mean, as much as it pays me to say credit to Arsenal, credit to Arteta, definitely, because I know the lights were shining on him at multiple times throughout his career at Arsenal but fair play man I don't like to see it but fair play yeah no it's it's an interesting point there because um you know a lot has been spoken about you know is this like this could be one of the craziest remontadas ever you know like Arteta's gone from the brink of you know several Arteta out uh campaigns and you know we're here 15 games in 13 games won and top of the league so Babs is this would this be like up there with like one of the biggest Remontadas of, of all time. I don't think there's any question about it. I don't think there's. I think there's absolutely zero question about it. From him being the joke of many a fans, you know, we remember the Lampard Arteta Ole debates. Mm. You know, we, we we've gone from that to him being a clear on favorite in terms of that debate, and seeing one of them being unemployed and the other one looking like he's going to be unemployed anytime soon. So. I don't really feel there's any like comparison in, in that regard, but you look at what he's done on the team and it's it's just been really impressive. Like I know a lot of fans, a lot of rival fans especially, weren't really big fans mm-hmm. of him initially. You know, you, you looked at the obviously the FA Cup win, that, that was a big positive, but then you looked at their league form, at you guys' league form, man. It just wasn't really massively impressive. That it didn't really feel like there was like much going. This is a progression, you know, with you guys finishing eighth back to back, but he's really turned it around. And I think that's probably mostly down to the fact that the board have like backed him you know they've allowed him to like actually get his players in you know have his 18-man squad 
and just have like his team and being being a, being being his own imprint, if that makes sense. And it's kind of become the poster boy of trust the process because now you've got Chelsea fans saying, "Oh, you know, let 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 Potter, let Potter get his time." Because as you can see, Arsenal, you know, the process there has been successful, and he he is now the, the poster boy for, for, for that whole um trust the process them um, saying. So, and you, even when you look at them now, you guys in the league, what is forty points after fifteen games? It's crazy. You guys are eight points. You guys are eight points above the title holders, you know. Yeah. You're seven points above second, who are you, 15, you guys have a game in hand of. Fifteen above Liverpool, I think ten ahead 15 of above Spurs. Liverpool. I don't, with, I don't with wanna, a game in hand. I don't want to say how many above yeah, us. Let's, let's leave us out, yeah. Let's leave uh, us. Yeah, so, so it, it, it just shows just, just how big of a job. <laughs> I, I'll that, get it for you. Really I'll above. get it for you, brothers. It's uh, it's nineteen points. <laughs> <laughs> boy. <laughs> boy, boy, boy. Hey, listen, whoa. We got game in hand, though, lads. Game in hand. You got a game in hand. You got a game in hand. You know, a ninety-point game in hand. You know that ones back in back in school where it was, it was nearly the end of breaks. I mean, look, hey, last goal wins. Um, Babs, just in terms of the game today, though, were there like any um standout performers for you? Because um, I thought yeah. Martin Odegaard was just ridiculous, unreal, absolutely ridiculous, unreal. Unreal, like he he was like the metronome for your team. Like everything went through him. The, the pace of the game went through him. You know, whenever you guys wanted to slow it down, he would be at the heart. But when you guys wanted to pick up pick up the speed, you know, create stuff, he'd be at the heart of it. And him in that right centre mid role, you know, that that kind of in, in that half space has been the perfect role for him to to work with Saka, especially. You know, those two seem like they've got a really really like big you know relationship on the field and. <laughs> I'm quite jealous because they just seem so comfortable, com- comfortable, you know, when they're playing together. You know, even with that miss, miss hit shot, yeah, that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen if Saka doesn't still make the run. Mm. You know, that, that very easily could have just gone off the p- pitch. Like, and I know a lot of people going to say he's luck, but there's still there's obviously probably a lot of muscle memory there in terms of like them being used to each other's movements and you make your own luck at the end of the day, that. man. Exactly in, in football, you make your own luck. Like, like you, there, there, there's only so much you, you can give luck. You know, as as a as a benefactor for 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 a good performance, and he was quality today. Like his his creativity, you know, the passes he was punching through in the lines. I think there was like a there was a pass he punched through into Jack in the first half. Yeah, and ridiculous pass. It, it, yeah. it was honestly, it was just it was Houdini esque, and yeah. he has been like a really big um addition for you guys. Because I know there was a lot of discourse about you know whether him or Madison were were, were the better signing for Arsenal. And I know there's a lot of things about um Odegaard away from home. You know, in terms of like his form being being made out from that, and well, I mean, this season he's, he's been he's been nothing but impressive to me, and yeah, yeah, he, 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 he's, he's quite annoying how good you guys have been so far this season. Yeah, he he has been top man, and I I, I was I was a critic of Erdogan. I knew he had like a lot of quality, but again, as you mentioned, he was just a bit hit and miss. He had that kind of like he's not the same player as an Özil, um, but it had that kind of like Özil. Uh, similarity in terms of like patchy performances. Um, he'd be fantastic when sunny day at when the Emirates. It, when, it's, then, when it's going well, you know. Yeah, when everything nice when we're three new up, he's hooping. Yeah. But you know, games like today, it just showed like nitty gritty, one nil down, really need to win, and he stands up to the plate. Sam, um, just in terms of like Erdogan, what 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 kind of conversations can you start having with Erdogan in terms of like where he sits in the Premier League? As you know. In, in that kind of role, tens. I, I know I know he plays like quite a unique role. Yeah. But, um. Where, where, what table do you think he's sitting at in terms of like that kind that kind of player? 
so, creative players. Yeah, so with him, I think it's a bit of a strange one because you'd argue like it would probably be easier. I know he kind of, like you said, he plays that kind of eight slash ten kind of hybrid role. Um, but it would probably be easier to compare him to kind of more tens of the past, like your matters, your silvers, mm. people like him, he kind of reminds people like them. He kind of reminds me of in today's kind of game in the Premier League. I mean, it's hard. I think there's someone like KDB, who's obviously on the top. You'd say he's like the top, top level kind of eight slash ten in the Prem, right? Yeah. Tier below, I'd, I'd say you'd have to put him really. I mean, I can't really think of any other players that do. I think he's better than Madison, personally, mm-hmm. um, who's another player similar to him. Uh, I mean, you've got someone like Kovacic, but then he's more like a kind of six slash eight. Like, it's yeah. it's a hard position to um, kind of compare. Because What about like someone like a Bernardo? Uh, not yet. Not yet. No, but I'm saying in that role, like, but you. Would, oh you, yeah, you yeah. Would so I would still put Bernardo above Erdogan. Yeah, I, I was gonna say I'd put yeah. Bernardo in that role. Yeah, but I, I, think... I, I wouldn't say he's as but, good but, as but, him but, yet. But when you say but... like tiers, where where does Bernardo? Yeah, so sit I'd in? say like KDB, Bernardo, are kind of both on that top tier. Okay. And yeah. then maybe the tier below, you've got kind of the Odegaards, maybe the Madisons, Thiago's. Um, uh, or does Thiago now get more regarded like as like a six? Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know if he's in them tears anymore, to be honest. Mm. You don't play enough. Bruno? Uh, I, I, you cannot compare Bruno to anyone. He is on his own tier. He plays his own game. On his day, mate, he might be the best in the league. But yeah. it's not his day. He might be the worst in the league. So Yeah, 36 games out of 38 for the latter. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but any other any other standout performance from from this evening? Um, anyone caught your eye that maybe surprisingly or I think Xhaka was good again. Mm. If we're yeah, talking about remontadas that we were talking Arteta, he's brought Xhaka right along with him because mm. um, he was kind of the same as Arteta. People wanted him out. What did you tell your fans to fuck off or something when he went on the pitch? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. So his remontada has been just as big as Arteta's really. Mm. And I've been really, really impressed with him. I mean, I think the role he plays that can kind of go as like an unsung kind of hero role a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm not sure if he's getting more praise because he's kind of come from solo and he's, but I just think he's been really good and I've been really, really impressed with him. Um, In terms of today, I think Saka and Martinelli were, were decent. It wasn't, like their best game by any stretch, but Saka for the first goal, obviously, was it the first or second? Well, his what goal. Did... Yes. Yo, yo. What happened there? <laughs> I have no idea. It was definitely his first goal. It was definitely his first I thought goal. I, was, I thought I was getting adverts. <laughs> I was like, man, man, that's just... I was thinking, I was like, what? Yeah. what? Wait, I normally put yeah. the adverts in. What happened there? Yeah, yeah I thought on. I was like, that has to be a main cast member to get, get no adverts. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I kind of barely lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah, Saka, Saka for, the, for fir- the first goal, yeah, yeah, for the, that. Obviously, I think Babs touched on it. Um, with the with the Odegaard fluffed shot, the yeah. first touch from Saka was, so yeah, good. really good. Yeah, yeah and really I mean, good. I've I've been a fan of Saka for a long time. Um, kind of since he's come into Arsenal's team, I've always been a fan of him. Um, and I just think he's come on leaps and bounds, and he just every kind of year or every month he looks better and better. So, yeah, I think Martinelli was 
probably a bit quieter than Saka today, but took his goal. Well, mm. I mean, Fabianski kind of should have yeah, I think, saved I that. I think he was given, I think he was, uh, I think we had given him a few quid. Yeah, too. yeah. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> even yeah. for Saka's one, I know it's a 1v1, but he kind of just he, he sold went it. down really. <laughs> He, he was down immediately. He was like, you know what? Eight, the corner's open for you. Go for it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for, for the third goal as well, I think. Um, was it for the third goal? Where Did you see the part where Saka just absolutely waits Declan Rice off the ball? Declan Rice, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was poor from that's Rice. That, that's that J Rice. So De- Declan yeah. needs to get back on the J Rice, man. And catch his mum's J Rice. <laughs> He's made him go cold turkey on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, just before we wrap up on, um, on Arsenal, like... Are you guys starting to get a bit antsy and, you know, thinking, hmm, could Arsenal really do this? Or is it still a bridge too far? To, to be honest with you, for, for me personally, I, it hasn't really started for me. I, I've already, I was already thinking that you guys were that team, you know, from, from, from a bit earlier, just for like how you guys have performed. So this okay. performance, it was kind of like expected because in like, for instance, the Chelsea chat, like seven minutes is the game. I, I was literally saying like, there's this, sense of inevitability that Arsenal have, that, that most top teams tend to have. You mm. know, when you looked at City, you know, last season, they just had that sense that they're going to score, they're going to win a game, even if they are eventually to go, you know, behind you know, Liverpool, you know, when they won it, when they won it 18, 19, they had that, that sense of inevitability that even if the game wasn't going for them, and even if they weren't performing well, you were going to get a, a scrappy Mane goal, you know, mm. you were going to get a, a scrappy Salah goal here or there. And I feel like you guys have like kind of reached that level now whereby, you just kind of like feel that that feeling that you guys are just going to get the win, and it's annoying because <laughs> it's not really something I want to see Arsenal Arsenal have. But this is where we are at the moment. So, yeah, I I, I don't I don't really see why people wouldn't say that you guys are aren't title favourites because title favourites. What do you mean? Yeah, you guys are definitely one of one of the title favourites. It's mostly like, Arsenal oh, fans that are saying they aren't title. Yeah, the moment, oh, no. title, I mean, forget, I mean, Lewis, I said title favourites, no plural, not single. Yeah, but there can only be one, one favourite. No favorites, like you know, you got favorites for a title, so you got yeah, but Man City would be the favorites, right? Yeah, yeah, Man City would be the favorite, but you guys are amongst the favorites, you know. Just want to get that clarified, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I mean, when you when you look at how 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 teams perform throughout the season, I just don't really see how you can look past Arsenal in in that regard. You know, yeah, I mean, I pretty much think the same with Babs. I do think there is always the city factor. Like, if you're going against anyone else, it's like, yeah, you're definitely favourites. Like, you're what, eight points clear, did you say, or something? Seven, I think. If it's against any other team, you're clear favourites. No, it is eight, sorry. Eight, but they have a game in hand. So okay. Basically five. Yeah. Hey, so, listen, you know, you know what I always say, man? You only count points on the boards. You never count games in hand, man. <laughs> do, do you know count... what's funny about that? Yeah, you only count, get, you only count points on the board when it's... When it's uh, your your team that has a game in hand over other people, but when mm. it's your when it's your team who you know has the game to make up, it's like yeah, well we got we got a game in hand, so you know, <laughs> might as well give us that three points. Yeah, I mean, the, the, yeah, and, and the reason why I say it, I don't know if you remember, do you remember that? Um, I think it was the lockdown season where Villa had loads of games in hand. Everyone was like, ah, oh, if yes. they win their games in hand, they'll be fifth. And they end up finishing like bottom table. They, they, they won nothing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like yeah, yeah. City with a game in hand is basically three points. Yeah, it's cash money, man. Like that's the thing is Arsenal should be clear away favourites of how they've played, but just when you have this super City team in the league, it makes it hard for anyone. I mean, C- City's fifteen game winning run is going to start tomorrow, I reckon. 
Yeah, it's just it's inevitable. You know, they have they have uh, they, they they just have it in them. They be they've been there before and. They they know how to. Yeah, okay, Lewis, you, you you say that you say that, but I don't know about you, but personally, this season I haven't been impressed with them. But was you impressed by them at the beginning of last season? You know, uh, you know, what? you raise a good point. You raise a good point. You raise a good point. There's still there's still like if Arsenal and Man City play tomorrow, they're still the favourites to win the game. Yeah, of course. Right. Yeah. So you would they still... also have the most probably dangerous player in the league. Yeah. Like. I mean, my two most dangerous players. Two in the most, league, I was going to say, yeah, but maybe the two most dangerous players. I do think they don't get me wrong. Then they're there to be shot at. Hundred percent, they're there to be shot at. You look at their defense. It's to me, I think there's weaknesses there. But the mm. issue is, City is you could score two. They could very easily score five, eight, eight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and that could just be Harlem by himself. So um, yeah, for me, it's. I'm still keeping my feet well and truly on the ground. I still think top four is the target. Sorry, that's the memo that Touchy Good has come out with. Yep. Top four. That's, 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 my, that's my story and I'm top sticking two to it. has to be your target, man. Hey, listen, we, we, we haven't got a star striker for three months. So we'll see how Eddie gets on. But we could easily lose three games in a row, two, three games in a row. And all of a sudden, it's, it's wide open again. Maybe. I don't think you can lose three games in a row, to be honest, but we'll see. We can. We can absolutely lose three games in a row. Damn, man. You, you might have run it from the ground. Have you seen it. our run? Have you seen our run? Like in the next month or so, we've got. A, you I say think that, we've got but see, I've got, got a tough run as well. Yeah. They got us twice, they got, mate. They, they've got a squad. They've got true. a squad. That's yeah, true. That's true. true. You know, we'll they see. get an we'll injury see. and we'll see. Yeah, hey, man, it's, it's still early in the season. It's still early in the season. Harlan's yeah. dodgy injury record yeah. might might be your saving grace. Let's see. Boy. Hey, just to balance it out, we we need something. But again, they've got Alvarez to come in, who's just won a fucking World Cup. Who you know? They got him for what, like seven mil or something? <laughs> just silly, yeah. you know. It's silly. I, I don't know. Yeah, but anyway, <clears throat> let's leave Arsenal alone. Let's um, talk about the um, the evening game, the mid evening game, which was uh, Villa against Liverpool. I didn't I didn't see it myself. I listened to it on the radio. Um, I know you guys watched it, but um, the radio made the game seem like it was quite even. Um, and that Villa lost, Villa missed lots of chances. Um, and Liverpool had like a fair amount of chances as well, but but took them. But um, when I'm looking at like the stats, that, the, the maths ain't really baffling because like Nunes had like four big chances by himself. Um, but what I heard was it was just a game where like a lot of, Missed chances, essentially. Is that is that is that a fairly accurate description of the game? Yeah, yeah, for for real. And, and when you got Ollie Watkins and the other team, you know, as their number nine, you know, you're going to get a, a fair couple of missed chances. And do, do you think Nunes and Watkins is like a a valid uh, comparison? Probably. Well, yeah. <laughs> I guess in front of goal, I guess you could say that. Mm. Quite similar, right? Very. They got they, they they've got like movement that is excellent and gets themselves into like. Dangerous positions, dangerous positions and goal-scoring positions, yeah. but in front of goal, something to be left desired. Is that, yeah. is that like a fair comparison? Yeah, I think that's fair. I definitely think that's fair. Liverpool um, fans are at today, screaming right now. They're they're, they're feeling nah. man. They, they're going to be they're, they're talking about An- Andy Cole right now <laughs> as we as we speak. <laughs> and, but, Andy yeah. Cole was boy, he was boy. Oh my god! He was like, I don't I, usually speak, but how? The <laughs> hell? I've never seen Andy Cole tweet before. Have you? I didn't even know Andy Cole was on Twitter. No, I. That's what I was gonna say. I didn't know that either. 
Did he make a Twitter account? I think he made this? a Twitter account to just to jab at Nunes nah, to respond. Do you know how I crazy mean, if, that is? If I'm Andy Cole, I, I respect. I'm doing the same <laughs> because I. I mean, I didn't really see Andy Cole play. That weren't my day. But Nunes is. From what I remember, Andy Cole was a decent finisher. He just didn't like his goal scoring record. Doesn't look. Like amazing, like people would look at his goals. It's like 187 with like one pen in it. Right, he never took pens. Like, which mm. is something that people are failing to look at when yeah. you're you're looking at the the goal scoring record. He was scoring like an average of like 16 or 17 Premier League goals, mm. or maybe I'm overregulating that. Uh, maybe, probably not 17, but you know, high high teens, I would say, with, without taking penalties. That's crazy. Yeah. No, who, what striker is doing that in the Premier League today? Barely any. Harry Kane, Salah. Who else? You know, Haaland, obviously. But yeah. Um, but yeah, sorry. Pens, yeah, they do, but they would still score probably what? Mm. Non-penalty goals. They're still up there, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Nunes thing is interesting. Um, I know it's a very bait comparison, but the way Liverpool fans are talking is so reminiscent of the way Chelsea fans were talking about Werner. It's exactly the same. Mm. And I'm not saying Nunes isn't better because I think he probably is slightly better. But the, the the kind of phrases they use, like, oh, he creates chaos. Chaos. Oh, he runs off the last defender. Oh, yeah. Defenders would hate playing against him. This is the exact same thing we were doing with... Uh, I used Man. to say that about Yaya Sonogo. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of, I guess, when you start... When that's kind of what you start going into, it's, it's a similar logic to... Mariah always likes to bring it up on here, like, when you ask what a player is good at, and it's like, oh, they work hard. Yeah. It's like, when well, that's the first kind of thing with Nunes is, oh, he creates chaos. It's yeah. like, I mean, what, what does that mean, man? Like, is he... Uh, I, this I guess, let, let me just play devil's advocate here, right? When... <laughs> it's, it's very difficult to get chances in the Premier League, I would say, right? And, and I think Liverpool are like a team that are super, super creative. Uh, I think they do rely a lot on forward movement and, you know, putting the ball in right areas and whatnot. Um, they're not like, they're not a team that has like a Martin Erdegaard who is going to dictate the play and create five or six chances a game, right? So that chaos factor is like probably quite important for Liverpool and the way they play. And it still is a quality because there's a lot of strikers who do niche. No, yeah, no, I definitely agree. Like, I think... I keep going back to Chelsea. It's obviously what I know best, but we saw it when, when we got Lukaku and obviously we got rid of Werner. It's kind of the, the difference of you notice like, yeah, I mean, you don't all, you don't, you don't only want a footballer to be running and creating chaos. Like you want them to be actually able to play football, but mm. you do notice like there was definitely times in Werner's Chelsea career, like in our champions league run where what he done was definitely useful. Like it helps, and then like like I said, kind of the opposite end. You get Lukaku who doesn't move, and then you do kind of notice the difference that that it makes to a team. I just think when they buy him, and I don't like to hold price tags over players because it's not their fault. But what was it like hundred mil all mm. in? All in, all in, hundred mil. I think when you get bought for that much, you need to be bringing more, man. You can't just be running in behind and missing chances, and you need to be doing something else and. Were, were there like any particularly bad misses today? He always does the same miss. <laughs> just, 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 just the three or four Lewis. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's, like it's really bad ones. It's always like, really the weird. same. Like he, I don't. I mean, as I was talking before, like we don't think we've seen the defender like catch up to him. Yeah. Like, once he gets going, he's he's quick. Like he's uh, off. Yeah. But it's always that same finish. He just drags it across the like across mm. the goal. Just do you I think, think he's confident. Do you think shot. he's? La- 
Right, I, I was gonna. That was literally going to be my next question. Was do you think there's like a, a confidence issue there? I mean, definitely. Um, I think that affects the best strikers, affects every player really confidence. But I mean, I wasn't watching the Portuguese league kind of religiously, so I can't really I'm talk sure about it. Sure, so he can talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> um, but I haven't seen anything since he's come to England that says to me he's going to become this amazing striker. I just, mm. I, I just don't think I'll ever like players like that, just the way I, yeah. He, he's one of those players, right, where for your team, you don't want him. But then if I told you, Sam, I'm going to, on on a Saturday when Chelsea play Liverpool, you mm. probably not want Nunes to play. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I because he's someone you. who is going to cause you a lot of trouble. going to cause a lot of problems. It's gonna yeah, be exactly. a and he's going to give you a lot of heart attacky moments because he's just there, you know? Yeah. He, he, he's and if it clicks, um, like, if it clicks, he could bang in three goals in a like, he's right. got a hattie pretty easily. Right. But, I mean, yeah, it's yet to be seen. Yeah. I mean, Liverpool haven't been in the best form this year, so maybe if they, like, start playing better and getting in better form, then he'll just eventually get better. But... Yeah, we'll we'll see. I was just I just thought it was funny the way kind of the exact tweets I'm seeing from Liverpool fans today were exactly the same. We were kind of doing. It's almost if you have to convince yourself that much of a player, yeah, is that player kind of the player you want to go go to battle for? But yeah, I don't know. Listen, yeah, it's it's so weird because like, yeah, it's so because I mean, you guys do the same for Conor Gallagher and Ruben Loftus Cheek. Hey, hey, whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> I don't do nothing. We're talking about Nunes, bro. We're talking about Nunes. Okay, we're talking about Nunes. Let's let's. Let's 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 have some friendly fire. Let's have some friendly fire. But, but yeah, on 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 the confidence point, it, it's so interesting because like with, with Nunes, from the highlights I saw last season, with a lot of his goals, they were like first time finishes. You know, a lot of like natural finishes where he didn't have too much time to think about. Instinctive, yeah. So I feel like with him, he's he's that kind of player. And I don't know if you guys have noticed, but one of that his finishes seems to be that the volley. Like he seems mm. to love a, like a, a volley first time. Don't How are you better at volleys than just kicking the ball off the floor? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> Sam, I wish I could tell you, but Sam was just playing ball ball with himself thing. his whole youth. That, actually, I did see one of his chances there. Well, I don't know if it was chance. It was one of the ones where he did he did take it as a volley, but he probably should have should have taken the touch. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's so weird because yeah, it's so weird because then even in the second half he had a chance, but he, like he's he run through on goal. You know, and then he's dragged it again, and I don't know. I feel like he's the kind of player that he, he he's a lot more reliant on those kind of like instinctive finishes. You know, doesn't have too much to think about. You know, you're you're, you're there in front of goal, you just put it in the back of the net. But mm. yeah, it's it's a weird one because he's not really my my cup of tea when it comes to player types. Like I, I, he's not a clean player. He's not really technically sound. And even with that whole the whole stuff that people say about him causing issues, I, my my thing is this: right, you you can cause issues for opposition team whilst also being a good football player. We see Gabby. We've seen Gabby Jesus do this throughout the season. You know, like I think someone in the Discord said, you know, Nunes can outscore Jesus five seasons in a row, but we all know who the better player is. You know, mm. and what it, in terms of like what they actually offer for their team on and off the ball. You know, the actual quality on the ball because this is football. You know, it's not chaos ball. Babs, <laughs> I hear you, but then just to play devil's advocate again. Football can be very simple. You put the ball in the back of the net and you win football games. Um, I agree. I think if he outscores him five seasons in a row, regardless of what Gabby Jesus is bringing, it is definitely a conversation you can have. Like, yes. 
I, I do. I, I hear me. I'm, I'm, I'm even playing devil's advocate myself. Like <laughs> extent of that outscoring. Like yeah. if he's banging like twenty goals a year, and Jesus is getting like eight. Yes. I mean, I think you can easily have a conversation. Like you said, football is simple sometimes. Like it's really simple. Mm. I guess it also depends on like the success of both teams as well. If if Jesus is playing for a team like like for like for example with Firmino with Liverpool, right? I mean, we all we all said. Firmino needs to score in goals. Liverpool, uh, Liverpool fans got very, very defensive about that, right? Oh, no, he's, he's integral to the team. Fine, cool. He's integral to the team, but he can still score more goals. No, he's still missing a lot of chances, right? Like, if, if you would be a better team if, if you took the chances he was missing, no? Um, so, yeah, like, um, I think it does depend maybe, you know, if, if, if Nunes was scoring 20 a season, but Liverpool were finishing fourth, but Jesus was scoring 12 a season and Arsenal were finishing first, so he's integral to Arsenal winning the league. Is that, you know, it's a bit of context added to it, no? To, for, there's to, a lot of caveats, a lot of caveats. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, listen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah then, they, they, even then, right? Yeah. Talk, talking on Nunes a, a bit more, I, I, I do see why Liverpool fans say what they do say in terms of like him being that chaos factor because he does kind of create chances in, in, in that regard because even with their third goal, was it their third goal um, from from the young? I think yeah, I think for their third goal, like he, he makes a run, that he just about gets onto the ball with he, a he rubbish a touch. Yeah, it, it was a, a terrible. T- it was and a terrible it... touch. I don't know if it was a shot or a cross, but the ball eventually gets to another player and they're able to put it in the back of the net. And but, but I, can I guess it's, is that his name? Back yeah, 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 like, him. yeah. Like even like I said, like. Obviously, that season Werner played for us. How many times did he get that assist? I think he had like 15 odd assists mm, just from literally yeah. like overrunning the ball and cutting it back. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. That's that's what Fear Walcott used to do as well. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it it's something help. about those kind of players. And I think where they've Mane brought the chaos factor with a lot more quality, don't get me wrong, yeah. but he does have that kind of factor. So they've needed to replace it. Yeah. Um, so I definitely think it can help. And I think he's got like PMP. To die for, like he's got mad PMP. Like PMP he is, is crazy. Yeah, like I didn't realize how quick he was. Mm. Um, Esri Conte is not slow, and I heard he was giving. Uh, yeah, he he gave them nightmares. Well. Yeah, he's, he's got like Harland level kind of like once he gets going with the ball, it's like you know you just look like you can't stop them. Yeah, it kind of looks like that. But we'll we'll, we'll see with him, man. I'm yeah, I, I, still early. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I mean, some people are saying that they've already bought his replacement in Cody Gakpo. Uh, yeah. Uh, people are saying he's a winger though but I, I don't know what's your, what's your, I, I, I haven't I've seen him a handful of occasions in the World Cup I saw him you know three or four times for Holland and I saw him in two games versus Arsenal for PSV I was quite impressed with him in the away game at, at PSV where they dunked on us um, I thought he was quite good but I, I, in the home game I thought he was terrible for Holland I thought he was okay um i just don't know quite what to make of him yet like he looks to be quite good technically and athletically looks good but something there's something missing and i I can't put quite put my finger on it um Mm. do you guys have any better thoughts yeah you you know what right i I, i'm i'm similar to you i haven't watched a lot of him so I've, i've not got the expert opinion on cody Gakpo, but I do get what you mean. He kind of reminds you of, of, of a player in a bit of the Yota role, you know, someone that plays out wide, but they're going to eventually be transitioned to, into a into a striker, and that's mainly because he's got really good finishing qualities. Like, I think that's yeah. like been the overriding thing that I've seen throughout 
what I have seen from in, in, in limited viewing against Arsenal in particular and um, for the Netherlands and the Euros, just his ball striking ability. So I feel that that may be like a good quality, good addition for Liverpool, but I'm just not sure about where he does play long term because I, I can kind of understand why they had the, the inclination to sign him because obviously Yotta's had a lot of injury issues for them. You know, Diaz is currently out injured for, for quite a bit, so they're going to need somebody now you know, to actually come in and step in and be a, be a number he signed, three. He signed for, for January, yeah? I believe so. I believe so. I, I would fee- assume so anyway, yeah. Is there I a think, um, I think from what I've seen from um, Ornstein, it's 37 million, potentially rising to 50 million, you know, so... What do you I, like to say? 50 million all in? You know? 50 million all in, of course. <laughs> That's not <laughs> a lot in today's game, I'll be honest. Yeah. It's not, I, I, really it's, it's not a lot. It's not a lot in today's game, but we'll, we'll if, have to if, see. Because... I mean, if he, if he does well, I mean, it's a... Uh... Drop hmm. in the ocean, really, isn't it? Yeah, and and, and, to, and to be honest with you, in terms of what 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 we've just mentioned, in terms of these key attributes, in terms of strength, in t- terms of the finishing, I think that plays in line with what Liverpool need and what and the way they play. Because when you have got players like Trent and Robertson, you know, delivering the balls that they were playing today, for instance, it it could be a scary, scary. But how's fight, their front three going to look? Is it going to be Nunes, Gakpo, Salah, or Gakpo, I, I guess... Nunes, Salah? I, I guess I, I don't know. It'll be it'll be any any one of those three. But you know, as we've seen Liverpool throughout their their tenure on the mm. club, it's always been a fluid front three. You know, they've and what do they do when like Diaz comes back? Jota, I, just... I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying, but I, I guess is that is that argument of um the actual depth being needed because Firmino is eventually going to leave. You know, mm. Salah's thirty. You know, so he so eventually did, will. Did, probably... did Salah signed a new contract, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. He, he signed a new contract. He signed a new contract. Mm. But I, I guess it's kind of like Liverpool's um, succession planning, you know, for the, for the long-term future. So I think what, what they've been doing in terms of like signing guys like Yotto and Diaz is rather than um, investing too much in the actual potential, it's, it's kind of been a thing of like, you know, we've seen these players have their first or second like um, hot season and then we've kind of like jumped in just where they're going to become there's 100 million kind of like players, if you get what I mean. And they've signed them in, in, in that mode because obviously we've got, we've got for this season. It's something ridiculous, like 10-plus goals and 10-plus assists in the Eredivisie. Yeah. You know, you had Diaz. Hey, you know, he had, we, like, we, we know that tax is a special one. We talk I, about I, 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 I get that. I get that. My point. And you guys yeah, know firsthand. Kesman, Kesman tax. Uh, well, yeah. you got from there, Solomon Kalu. Uh, he came so, from there. Hey, Solomon Kalu. He had a solid return. He had a solid return. My point is more to in terms of like the profile of which they're trying to sign. The players that are just about exploding, you know, but they're not really on the like world class kind of like on um, platform. If you get what I mean, I feel like that's that's always been their kind of like um those kind of their kind of signings, and they've done them well so far in t- in terms of that profile. Yes, I agree. Are, are we? Um, you know, I know it's easy to kind of forget what happened pre World Cup because it just seems like a distant memory at this point. But Liverpool had, have actually won three games in a row, and they yeah. you know turned the ship around a bit. I mean, they're in sixth place now. Uh, 25 points there, you know, a point behind Man United who have a game in hand, five points behind Spurs, but they have a game in hand on Spurs, seven points behind City, you know. I mean, I I think in terms of like the top four race, Liverpool are still there, right? Like, I, do, do, sure. I, I would still consider them, you know... Favourites, uh, top four favourites. I wouldn't say not, not top four favourites, I, I think... I would. I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. I would, man. I just, I just don't think you can look past them in terms mm. of their quality because for, for me, right, I think, you know, you know, you know what they always say about defense, defense win titles. For me, I think when you've got a top tier attack, that is what very often like pushes you over the edge when it gets, when it comes to getting top four. Yes. 
Yeah, yeah. And I they've do got the like They've even got today, th- 31 goals this season, which is, you know, still Yeah, still that's what, good. probably like the, the fourth most in the league after what's um, you, um, it's the you see. Fifth, fifth most, yeah. Yeah, so fifth most goals. So they, 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 they are a team that can score goals, even with their players missing. You know, they are, injury, so. but I will say, even today, they gave up a lot of chances, lot of chances. like a lot of good chances. Yeah. So they can easily go and lose three games in a row. But Villa have, been, Villa have been a decent side under Emery, right? I think they won the three out of three under Emery, didn't they? They've been good. Oh, yeah. Is it getting that been, wrong? Is it been three already? I don't know. Let me have because I remember they. I know they beat um, United. They beat United, didn't they? They beat Brighton uh, before the break. Uh, okay, yeah. So I think I think yeah I think it's two two out of um, two. Two out of. Yeah, I mean they are both. Two, uh, Liverpool yeah. been giving them chances to every team they play. To be honest, it's yeah. just kind of the way they've been playing. This and, year, and, so. and I think, I think, even with that, I think that's a symptom of like the Liverpool high line. You know, they, they are going to give chances eventually. But similar yeah. to City, they are a team that will outscore you. Yeah, you know, you know in in that regard. And yeah, talking a bit more about the Liverpool performance, um, I was actually really impressed with Fabinho because even though really he's been, he's, first game he's for a been, while. Yeah, he's been fighting the wash allegations, but he actually looks you know like a competent footballer right. <laughs> again for the first time in a while. You know, Trent ridiculous footballer like what he what he offers on the ball our best footballer in england according to you isn't it <laughs> but yeah what, what, what he offers on the ball you know in terms, of, in terms of that quality you just can't overlook it and when you look at what england lacked in the world cup you know going forward in terms of progression creativity he's like the obvious answer to that and he has been that for liverpool over the last couple of seasons so i think with the way that they are at the moment you know with their players come back for injury I just can't really look past them for getting top four. Yeah, fair, fair enough. I, I I don't have any complaints about that. I, I think just I'm just going to lead on to uh, Newcastle actually, who you know they keep marched on as well. Like they're kind of like because Arsenal are doing so well. I do think you know Newcastle season is they've gone under the radar. Under the radar. But, second, I, no, no, yeah, I, I, but, I think it's kind of gone under the radar. Yeah, but I mean they, they have got 33 points from 16 games, which is fucking ridiculous. Like they're on, Man. they're on course for a, a like a seventy-five point season, you know, which is stupendous for them. Actually, even more, right? Like, yeah, and it's not like yeah. you know when kind of every season or so you have that one mid-table team that's always around fourth or something at this time. Yeah, and it's like you just know they're not going to. They're going to tail off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they just know it. It's like Southampton have been there a couple times. Yes. Uh, I think Burnley were there one year randomly. Brighton, I but, think last year was it maybe yeah. or the season before one of them. I can't remember mm. when. No, it was Brighton this season. Remember they, they, were, they were top four for a bit this mm. season under Potter uh, quite early. Yeah, on. yeah, yeah. But then with yeah. Newcastle, West Ham, I think West Ham was one. Yeah, yeah. Well, their last two years, I think West Ham have been up yeah. there, haven't they? Mm, mm. Um, but with Newcastle, I just I think it's probably unfair to even call them a mid-table team at this moment in time. Um, but you just don't think they're going to tail off. They actually look yeah. good. They're comprehensively winning football games. I mean, I haven't seen the game today. Yeah, I'm I mean, just looking at the stats. It's like, you know, they've gone to Leicester, which is, you know, it's a tough place to go, really and truly. Uh, I don't um, know about this year. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> but I'm probably speaking of, yeah, I mean, actually, Leicester. Even well. we beat them. Yeah, they've won two games from eight at home. But still, going to Leicester and winning 3-0 is mightily impressive, irregardless, right? Yeah. Like, it's, I don't think too many teams are going to go there and beat Leicester three 0 this year. Mm. Um, I mean, if you've done like team of the season now, they've probably got what like two or three players you'd stick in there. Yeah, I and mean, they, and they're yeah. doing it without like I, I don't know who. Let me see who played for them today, but 
Still no ASM, still no Isak. Then Maxima literally only just today came off the bench, you know, to actually his first cameo. So and when you really think about it, they haven't even spent that much money. Yeah, they haven't. Wait, what you think about there, the, there was that the, tweet today, weren't it? It was like, oh, Newcastle are in their Bellamy Adebayo stage and they're doing this good. We better all be worried. Boy. Very worried. Because <laughs> Bellamy Eddie Adebayo, Elano, boy. Yeah, it's looking an amazing spooky, man. job, man. But the thing is that I don't. I, I think they're signing quite smart. Like They are. You know, Man City really did make a lot of mistakes um, in the course of their formative years. Newcastle don't seem to be doing mm. such. Like They've got Sven Botman in, who I think has been yeah. a rock. You know, um, I think. Dan that, Dern, yeah. I mean, what, I didn't even, re- I didn't even understand right that signing. But fair, this is some money bullshit. They still got Sean Longstaff playing in midfield. I think you know? what Newcastle have done smartly, what City probably didn't do, is City tried to catch up to the top teams yes. straight away. Yeah. Whereas I think Newcastle and they went for that. names as well, didn't they? City? Yeah, exactly. They tried to go for like. Rabinio and you know and I remember like, I was on holiday and I thought Chelsea had signed Rabinio and then it was like yeah. City have signed Rabinio and it's like what what is this yeah. madness? I didn't even yeah. think Rabinio knew who he signed for to be honest. No, but, yeah. well, didn't he say like oh play for Manchester United or something? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I think they they have noticed that they're not going to catch up with the cities of this world straight away. So they've gone. Listen, that was probably I don't even think they aim for top four. Well, they obviously did aim for top four, but I think they just wanted to kind of become like a fifth or sixth maybe Get challenge. to Europe yeah, yeah. Mm. and they've kind of I mean they signed what they signed Chris Wood to relegate Burnley yeah who scored today by the way um, yeah. Which, yeah genius that's, I mean, that was no a smart signing they're, they're, they're basically their, their entire front three wasn't playing like they're, they're, the, the front three you would maybe uh, I guess Almiron you would consider the um, part of the front three but it'd be interesting to see what they do when Isak comes back uh, uh, ASM comes back uh, Callum Wilson is obviously still there you know mm. what is that you know what is the Newcastle's best team, really and truly, and it's they're, they're winning games. Yeah, because it's counter. mental to say like this time last year, like is ASM a starter? Like, and it's mental because he was like Newcastle's kind of saving grace, and everything yeah. good went through him. Yeah. And now, if everyone was fit, would he start? I mean, yeah, I think he, I think he still probably does because like they've moved Joe Linton, they moved Joe Linton into the forward line today. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he's been mainly playing midfield for them. Yeah. So he'd probably take Joe Linton's place, but you know, Joe Willock is still playing. Like you look at, uh, obviously Bruno G is, I think everyone would say he's top quality, right? We'd all have Bruno yeah. G in a heartbeat for our teams, right? Yes. Um, but you, you look at the, the rest of their team and it's like, Hmm, I don't know if I'll take any of them guys, you know, I'm taking uh, Pope. Personally. Okay. Fair, fair. You like Pope, yeah? Yeah. I, 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 w- I mean, I wouldn't, but yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't. I think Pope's a good goal. I mean, it probably says more about Chelsea's shocking goalies than it does about Pope, but... Oh, the, the fall of Mendy. Hey, 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 Sam, we're talking about Newcastle here, okay? Let's, let's, <laughs> let's, let's stick to the script. Let's stick to the script. <laughs> but yeah, that, like, they just keep going. And uh, Leicester, I think... Did, did Leicester on a bit of a mini resurgence as well. Um, they Prior to this, didn't they, like... They they come off the back of like quite a few wins, haven't they? I think they beat yeah they, yeah just got it here. They beat West Ham. They, they beat, beat West Ham. Everton. Yeah. Uh, they lost to City, but that was quite a close game, wasn't it? With, with the City. Game. Yeah, I think they 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 beat what they beat Le- they beat Leeds. They, they beat, beat they um... they smashed Wolves four 0 So that's it. Yeah. Was, well, so yeah, it was. It was, was they they were on the back, the yeah, back yeah. of like a good run of um, form. So for Leicester to go and do that, to, uh, Newcastle to go do that, and Leicester that's that's fucking impressive, man. And 
you know, like when we're talking about top four discussions, Newcastle for me, they have to be in it because it it's be, like they've there's no sign of them falling off. You don't see any glaring weaknesses. They've still got top quality to come back into their team. So for and me, they still got money to spend in January. They still got money well. to spend if they, if they if they if they so wish. If they want to. Yeah. yeah, I also think Newcastle are in a nice position now, where I'm not sure if teams have quite given them the respect they deserve yet. Mm. So when they don't almost get treated like a big team, which I think can help them. Sure. It's like they don't, I don't really see many teams play Newcastle and just kind of stick 11 men behind the ball. Definitely like they would against an Arsenal, yeah. a kind of City, a Chelsea. Um, so they're in that nice position. I'd be interested to see how they do if teams start going, okay, well, you know what? These guys are better than us. So mm. they start respecting them like that. Because I think a lot of teams are still kind of slow on the on the draw to kind of notice that this is a this is a serious team yes. wait, 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 what are you saying Sam Newcastle haven't got the pretty privilege yet no they haven't man <laughs> they haven't hey it's a, it's a you know that could be a poison challenge sometimes you know so you know, um, I'm I sure Lucas can tell us plenty about that <laughs> it's not all it's not it's not all glory days being pretty I'll tell you that for free um, <laughs> uh, <coughs> have they have Newcastle been linked to anyone in the January window up Pulisic. Interesting. That's all I know. I mean, they can have him for free. Yeah. If they want. Yeah. Do you think that would, do you, do you think that suit that fits their, their mold of players that they, you know, potentially would sign? I mean, he's, he's a talented kid, right? Maybe. I, I, I think, I think the main link that that's really like interested me has been the Madison link. I think that. Oh, they've been, been linked like, to Madison? Yeah, they've been linked to him for, for quite a while. Right. I think for okay. me, that's like the link that really interests me because. When you look at them in terms of like what they lack in them before, they says like that like out and out creative outlet, mm. you know. But whose position does he take? Willock. I think I think I think he takes long he takes long staff's position or, or Willock's position, you know. Because well, long staff don't really start, go. does he? It's more Joe. Linton, yeah, he, he doesn't he doesn't really start. But then if if Joe Linton plays in the front line, then then you'll have long staff playing if you get what I mean. So, so who like, normally yeah, plays in who normally plays in their six like in their kind of midfield? Like how do Bruno, they? Bruno, Willock, Bruno G, and Joe Linton. Willock and Joe Linton. Joe Linton. Yeah, so, so who's so the deepest one out of them? Bruno. Bruno. Yeah, Bruno G. Yeah. So I think you'd obviously take the the Willock place. You take you probably say either their places, and if you add that kind of player there that can create. For that front line, I think that's like a real, like, clear sign of intention for what they're trying to do. Yeah, and it's like a perfect kind of player forward. where it's that player that I was speaking about earlier, where it's not maybe the sign. It's not a massive name. It's not a massive. No, name, it's kind of one of those players that's trying quality. to break into the top four, and it's probably good enough Facts. to break into that kind of top four level player. So yeah. I think it's kind of the perfect player to go for. Yeah, um, yeah. Just uh, to continuing with the top four battle. Um, one second, guys. Yeah, continuing with the, the, the top four battle, I mean, Spurs, for the 10th time this season, went behind. And, you know, I don't know how many of these games they've actually come back and rescued something, but it seems like an awful lot. There seems to be like a, a bit of a trend happening at the moment where Spurs go behind in games, two goals behind in games in some in some like occasions like today, and they still come back and... Uh, nick something, whether that be a win or a draw, is I don't know. Is that is that a sign of a good team or is that a sign of a a bad team that has disaster on the horizon, or is it a t- or is it a sign of a good team that has room for improvement? I think it's I think it's allowed the, the room for improvement because when you look at that Spurs starting eleven, for me it still doesn't scream quality. It just doesn't scream. Quality. I, I feel like we, we we I feel like sometimes when we talk about Tottenham. And then people talk about their transfer window. Personally, I was not impressed with that window. 
You know, where people say, oh, you know, it's, it's the best window, you know, in, in the league. I personally wasn't impressed that way. Just, just for the simple fact that if my club signed those players, you know, long lay, et cetera, et cetera, I would not be happy. But mm. I think because, I think with, with Conte, right, we, we attribute him with the kind of guy that, you know, he's able to get, he's able to get wine from water. He's able to turn water to wine, you know. He, he can mm. make the worst of players, you know, play amazingly. But I think that can only go to, to, to such an extent, you know, when you look at the quality that's already in the league. You look at the backline of Tanganga, Daya, and Longley. That is a who, crazy backline. Who, who, what team? Tanganga is so bad, the, by the way. I was watching. What him team, today. by the way? Broadwater Trent, did man. They get into? Like, what team in the top four did they get into? You know, you look at Doherty and, and Perisic. What team did they get to in the top four? You know, they get into um, Newcastle. But, it, exactly, mean, and, and, and that's not even a that's not even a slight on, on Newcastle, and did, did, I just did, don't did, think the quality is, is, is there. But you're, you're right, Babs. But who ch- who chose these players? Conte chooses to have these players, right? It's true. I mean, he signed Longley, he signed Perisic, he chooses to play Doherty. Um, Jaffet Tanganga like, is probably chip. a forced one. I don't think he would have like to play tango. No, nah, I imagine Romero. Yeah, I, I think Romero still <laughs> can imagine yeah. he's still he's still celebrating that World hey, Cup win. Yeah. Listen, he better get back out there, mate. Because boy, he's dire today as well for the second goal. He just scuffed it off the pitch like no one round him just scuffs it completely off the pitch. Mm. What do you think it is though? Like why why do you think Tottenham are starting games so poorly? Then like do you, do you think they find it easier to play against teams? I just don't think they're very good. I'll be completely honest. I mean, like you said, is it a sign of a good or a bad team? And I think you have to give them credit for coming back so many times. I don't think you can just say it's luck. If a team comes back that many times, there's clearly something in it. But then kind of on the inverse, you can look at it. Why are they going two goals down? I mean, they shouldn't be going two goals down to start with. If they didn't go two goals down, then they'd win all these games. I think a lot of them, they're still just drawing rather than how many draws have they got in the league? Um, they've got. It's weird because it, no, they've on, only got on, three draws. Yeah, oh, on, 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 on them they, going, going down in games, I think that's down to the player quality for sure. The, 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 the games that stand out to me where they've come back and won was the Leeds game where they won four three. Oh uh, yeah, correct. Yeah, I, know, mm. I know you're talking. About um, well. which was you know a couple yeah. weeks before Christmas, I think. Um, against us, break, obviously, so. I remember. Against you guys, yep. Um, yeah. Which was a draw, wasn't it? Yeah. Then you had the Bournemouth game where they came back and won with like that Benton core goal in like the last, last, last minute. Mm, it's got uh, two, didn't they, he? he um, I don't, was it that game? I'm not sure. No, he didn't score two in that game. I think uh, he scored two against Leeds. That, he uh, got okay. two late goals against Leeds, yeah. Um, but yeah, had against been, them, yeah. He was missing yeah. today as well, to be fair to him. He was. So they did have a lot of players. And Benzuma was shit. Was he? Yeah. Like he was, he was I, I think struggling. there was Leicester as well where they were they were down as well and they come back and won like six two or something like that. So um yeah, they've they have they definitely yeah. got a tendency to be going down in games mm. and then it kind of just maybe may, I think what teams then I, I, I didn't see the game today. I, I missed the Brentford game today, but you know, when Brentford went two nil up, did they kind of just like go in their shell? Were or were they well worth the two nil win? Were they well worth the two 0 lead? I, I, th- I think they were they were worth the two 0 lead, and I don't really think mm. they, they tried to sit off com- completely, if that makes sense. And I feel like mm. that kind of like played in, into Tottenham. Yeah, I mean the goal, the first goal came from back. yeah, the first goal came from just Kane being extraordinary, and just yeah. scoring Ridiculous an amazing header. header. And then the second goal was 
Hoiberg. Um, Who caught it back to him again? Um, was it Kudaseski? Yeah, I mean, yeah. They, they just have an elite front line, which mm. gets you out of a lot of trouble. Kudaseski. Uh, yeah. And, and it's like what I was saying earlier, you know, a top four, you know, when the top four race, when you've got that kind of like attacking quality, they are going to get you out, out of like a lot of issues in terms of like getting goals on, on the field. And if you're able to outscore most teams, Definitely. you probably are going to be in and about those um kind of like conversations mm. in terms of like getting top four. But I still think if you ask me right now, out of the four teams in the top four, mm. who is the most likely to drop out, it would definitely be them. Do you do you consider Man United to be a stronger team than Tottenham? Uh, no, I don't think so. Not mm. just yet. I think um, they lack... You know what it is, right? I, I think in terms of like player quality... I think that they obviously have better players, but I just think it's the front line issue. Because I just yeah. don't think they have a clear source of difference, difference like, makers. At, yeah, difference makers. But when you watch their play, you know, and you've and you've watched them throughout the season in terms of like how they've been able to like get um a, a firmer understanding of Ten Hag's football throughout the throughout the season, I think it's clear to say that they, they are in terms of progressive player, in terms of progressive play, you know, understanding their manager's um, process, I think you can definitely say they look a lot a lot more impressive. But I also think a lot of that just in terms of like how Conte plays football as well. It's not always going to be that the sexier style of football. So it's a lot harder to attribute, you know, praise do, to do, them. Do you think he do you think he deserves I guess he deserves credit for, you know, being able to coach his oh, I don't know if it is coaching, but to be to be able to <laughs> rally his team, you know, when they are behind. But you know, I do feel like Spurs a lot of the time set up very negatively and that midfield, I'd, I'm not sure it should be getting, you know, dominated by Brentford. Yanel, Norgard, Jensen. Hey, Norgard, good player there. Norgard, good player. Yes, they are. But, you know, Brentford are Brentford, right? They're, they're, they're a mid-table team who have won four games this season. Yeah. It's... I mean, I know. I definitely agree with you. It's just the way Conte sets up. He's always set up like that, I think. He's, he's probably not going to change. He's got a lot of success in his career by setting out this way. Um, I was, is this right? XG, 2.15 to 1.07. Did Brentford yeah. have like, we're missing loads of chances then? Or? Yeah. No. I'm not it's just that, it's just that Brent, it's just Brentford had the high quality chances and Spurs. Yeah, scored, exactly. Like, right, Brentford's okay. second goal was literally like a tapping on the line. Well, yeah, so it, was right, literally a, it was literally a tapping, yeah. So okay. that probably counts for quite a lot. Um, Fair enough. But Brentford were definitely the stronger team in the first half. Mm. Second half, it was more Spurs, for sure. All, all Spurs, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Uh, do, I do feel like Spurs sometimes, though, have that inevitability factor when... And maybe that's me speaking as an Arsenal fan, and it's kind of like, I've seen it happen quite yeah. a lot. Is, 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 that, is that a factor I was saying, man? It's just a goal. When you, yeah. when you, go, when you go, even, go for it... Not, even if you don't deserve it, it's like... Even if you don't deserve it, you're going to get the happen. goal, man. Yeah, I mean, like, they have like, how, how many seasons has it been, you know, where, where you get the, the typical tweet, you know, about how many goals, you know, Hong Min Sun has outperformed his HG by, yeah. or you know, Harry Kane and he's finishing, you know, yeah. you, you get it every season, and it, it has been like a, a, a big yeah. factor why they've been able to get top four over yes. the years. Yes, yes, no, you, you're absolutely right. Um, just a roundup of you know, a couple of the other games today. Um, I'm guessing nobody saw these games because they were free click. Uh, three o'clock kickoffs, but um, yeah, Wolves Wolves beat Everton, so that was like a bottom of the table class. I actually Everton. did watch the second you half that of that game. game. Interesting. Yeah, I was on a coach back from somewhere. Well, and Everton was... were winning, weren't they? Yeah, they were they until the like fortieth right. minute or something. Right. Okay. Um. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I was watching the Southampton Brighton game, 
and then that kind of got like it was 2-0 and I was like this is done so I decided I'll watch the Everton game probably a mistake because it was fucking awful right doesn't sound like it'd be a good game no I I don't know I think I still got a little bit of a little bit of love for Lamps so yeah I mean he could be leading Everton down would you still have love him after that or Uh, as a player (laughs) Right. As as a manager. It's important I, to make that distinction, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, like, it's like as, separating as the many... man from the, the man from the art kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. boy, let's let's not uh, get into that one. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean I'd like to hey. Yeah, I mean I do like Tory Lanes to be fair. So. Boy, I, I I didn't say it. I didn't say it. That, that was Sam, all right, you know. <laughs> good music there, man. Uh, good music, man. Man, not so much. But yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, but again, art and, art and the man, you know, got, got yeah. to separate. And Lampard uh, was an artist on the pitch, so. He was, but he's yeah. not an artist in the technical area, I don't think. No, Although, no, no. I think he, his job, I, last, his job that he did at the back end of last season to essentially keep Everton up. Yeah, was I was overstated or was it understated? Like I think them doing like a whole parade and having the whole of Everton there like that was, was a bit much. That was, that was over, over it was much. cool. That like was it's kind of like it was a bit ick. Yeah. Yeah, it gave me the ick still. But yeah, I mean, I do think the problems at Everton are a lot deeper than Lampard and any manager they get. They like to kind of just blame the manager and go, oh, it's Lamps' fault. Oh, it's Benitez's fault. Oh, it was Ancelotti's fault or whoever. But that club is being just run. I don't know who is running that club, but I don't know what they're doing, man. They don't have anyone who can put the ball in the net. Their best player is Iwobi, who is really good, by the way. But if that's your best player, then what what do you like kind of... You don't have much chance to, no. No. No, I I think they they really could go down. I think they're... uh... Yeah, but there's, a few, think, there's a few teams I, think, I could say I that think about. Forest man. and Southampton for me, I think they're definitely going down. Yeah, who is even Southampton's new manager? I don't even know who this guy is. Um, um, Nathan Jones. Luton uh, manager, wasn't he? Yeah, he was, he, was the, he was the former Luton manager and he was at um, Stoke for like a bit and then he got sacked. <laughs> so it was a bit of a weird yeah, one. Uh, but... Stoke. Stoke. Yeah, who yeah, did so, he, he, so, so basically, he started off his um, career at Luton. He got sacked from Stoke, went back to Luton, got them promoted. Luton, you know where? What Luton? From Luton to League, from League One to Champ, oh, and then Tommy, uh, yeah. Tommy Robinson and almost, and almost into the players. I think they exactly, did get yeah. into the players with Luton. I think they did. I think they did. Yeah. yeah. So they, they did. They did well at that level. But I think again with um, Southampton is a bit sim- is a bit similar. I think Southampton's biggest problem, right? And watch them today. I think they've they've done, they've got a bit too FM. You know, they've right. they've, they've gone and signed a it's bunch a of like young to describe Southampton. They're they're, they're like yeah. the, they're like if if Sam the Hockage was a football manager. Yeah, it's hard. Would be they would. This would be the team that Sam would sign on Football Manager, Ooh, right? right. Yeah. More like Babs, bro. <laughs> More Babs than me. Do you reckon, I, Sam? Yeah. I think you're just a hipster, man. No, I wouldn't have sold Danny Ings, mate, if I was manager. So you don't much. <laughs> but, but but yeah, on on that, I think they they've um kind of like overinvested in the whole potential thing, you know. Getting a young geeper in, in, in Bazanu, that's that was like very very risky because he hasn't yeah. had any Premier League experience and. You can see that in his shot stopping ability today. Adozi, I think, is a really good talent, but I think the problem with, with that is you're not going to get a, a sure amount of goals, you know, which mm. they, which they may have had from other players. And I mm. think when when you overinvest in like in like potential, if you don't realize in if yeah. you don't realize it in the Premier League, you're in big big trouble. Yeah, because if you get into the Championship, that is a slog, and you do not want to be in that Championship bounce, you know. 
you know, going from being relegated to be promoted again, and then all of a sudden you're in and around playoffs constant, constantly, and then you're no longer a Premier League team. And I feel like that's like kind of what Southampton will put themselves in trouble with. Because mm. obviously they spent a lot on Lavia, good player, Bella Kotchap, good player. You know, they, those, those, they're, they're play good players, today, but yeah, neither, no. neither of them play today, but they're just not experienced like Premier League players yet. So mm. I think when you overinvest in, in, in potential like that, you kind of put yourself in these kind of situations and yeah. you have these kind of performances. Yeah, but on the other hand, Brighton, really good football hey, team. Like, do, doing really, well really without Graham. Yeah, they are doing really well about him. You know, they, they, they've they've continued their process. And I think one of, one of the biggest things with that is, I think they what they made sure they did, they didn't go like completely left footed as a manager. So they kind of like got a manager that was quite similar in ideals, played a similar kind of like brand of football. So mm. for the players, it's kind of like, a, it's just a continuity plan. Who was he managing they, before? Um, He was managing, was it Atalanta? Uh, I'll double check now. Oh, I'm trying to think. I think it was it was, it was definitely a Serie A. Was, 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 was it Sassuolo? Was it Sassuolo? Or was, no, no, no. I, think it was, I know yeah, it was. It was, it was in, Sassuolo. Yeah, it was, it was at Sassuolo oh, for, okay. for a bit. So he was he was in the Deserbi Roberto Deserbi. So so I think what they've done there in terms of like having continuity in terms of like style of manager. Brighton are basically the club now that Southampton seemed to be like kind of five six years ago. Oh, they got him from Shakhtar. Sorry, Sam. They got him from Shakhtar, actually. He was manager of Sassuolo Oh, okay. Yeah, so you remember like five, six years ago when obviously kind of Liverpool raided all of Southampton and kind of Southampton was a really good scouting. And I think that's what Brighton have almost kind of built on and become. I'm not saying it's like obviously Southampton deserve credit for it, but it's almost like their kind of roles have switched in the league, um, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Your 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 boy Levi Colwell is starting every week for Brighton now. Yeah, Webster yeah, got man. injured, didn't he? Which is not nice to say, obviously, about a player, but it's good for Chelsea that Webster got injured. Hey, man. He, he can hold that man. I need that. Bit, bit, Billy's there as well, isn't he? Ah, boy, yeah. that, that's 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 Sam's boy. I've been, I've been trying to warn Sam about him, but you know. Oh, what hey. was the warnings, brother? He don't really rate. Boy, him. I, just, I, I just don't. Really? I just, don't, I, just, I just never rated him as much as other Chelsea fans well, do. What what don't you rate about him? I think he's very slight. He's very yeah. small. I think that's like one of the biggest issues. I, I My mum told me the many. best things come in small packages, mate. <laughs> whoa, <laughs> why? I don't know why she'd be saying that, but <laughs> not like whoa, why is your mum? <laughs> Fair enough, man. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> but, but hey, yeah, I, I don't, it's Christmas. I don't really mind out the gutter, man. <laughs> but uh, he's, I, I just haven't really. I just don't really rate him as much as other Chelsea fans and. Yeah, boy, he's looking a bit like he's in a bit of trouble at, at Brian because he's not better than any of the midfielders mm. there at the mm. moment. And mm. the manager yeah. that signed him, you know, who, who actually wanted to bring him in, he he left a couple of days afterwards. So that's what makes it sometimes a bit your of a, career can yeah. just it can just blow up in your face. And obviously, he's still young, so he's got a lot of time. But like you said, the manager who signed him, who was probably a fan of him, has now left. So can like, yeah, I think there was talk about him going to Spain. A couple of the Spanish boys were interested in him. I think it'd be good for him. Yeah, so, so, I think it'll be good over there. He's he's still got a high profile, but yeah, you just, yeah, you don't. Gavi and to... Pe- Gavi and Pedri, watch out! Yeah, Gilmore's oh, coming. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Gavi, but not not Pedri. Yeah, um, that would have been a perfect segue into Chelsea. But I did just want to mention the Palace Fulham game as well, where you know, um, just something of note where Vieira actually said after the game that he felt his players didn't have the the right approach to the game. So. Sending a, a few shots to his players there, but apparently they had two two men sent off. So yeah, um, a really, yeah, really silly tackle man. from Tariq Mitchell. 
I, I saw the so highlights. Given Tyreek Mitchell, isn't there like some crazy stat about him where he's where he'd never been booked or something? So I've just seen that he got sent off. So that's kind of crazy that he's been. Maybe maybe I'm chatting shit. Maybe he has been I booked. Don't know. He's I, got I, I'm sure I heard a stat about that, but. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I don't really. I think Palace aren't as enjoyable to watch as people say. No, um, they're, yeah. they're they're the club of the culture, but is that? Wait. Yeah, I don't mm. know. That culture. Wait, last, is... last FC man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> last last FC. <laughs> <laughs> they were chopping serious breakfast. <laughs> Wait, chopping serious breakfast tomorrow morning. Yeah, um, but yeah, let's let's talk about you guys because. Uh, you, you guys return tomorrow um, at home. I thought, to we gonna, I thought I was going to get away with this, man. I thought I, thought <laughs> I was going to get away with a whole no, 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 Chelsea. No, no, we can't do that. No, we have to talk 66. about 66.6% Chelsea it's fans. A, it's, right. a, it's a mid-table battle uh, between you and Bournemouth. Um, chance for them to close the gap to you to two points. Okay, um, man. Okay. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying. I'm just saying the facts. It's not like I've got an yeah. agenda or anything. But, um, yeah, it's not like you've got an agenda. Not, not like you have any reason to hate Chelsea. You know? I don't hate you guys at the moment. I find you a joy to watch. <laughs> uh, at least I someone does, man. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I'm, I'm happy somebody can enjoy us at the moment. <laughs> but, yeah, with, with the Bournemouth game, it's, it's really interesting because it's kind of been like our bogey team in the, over the, like, the last couple of really? seasons. Really? We were in the Premier League. Like, I, don't okay. think we, I don't think we beat them in, a, in the last three they games. They beat us like 3-0 sure. under Sarri or something, or 4-0. Uh, yeah, yeah, I remember, I remember oh, them beating yeah. them 4-0. I remember that game, yeah. yeah. You guys haven't beat them in three games. Yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah there you go. Yeah, we haven't, we haven't beat them in a while, but you, you, you kind of would hope that we can kind of turn that around tomorrow. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's, I it's, mean, I think they're very, very shit, but somehow they're 14th in the league. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, they kind of they were even higher than that for a while. They were, they? but they are like shit. They were the worst I know. team I've seen Arsenal play this season. Yeah, I don't Five, think I know two of their players. No, like, the only player I know from them is Solanke, Solanke. and that's because he's former Chelsea and then and Billing. Philip Billing. Yeah, Philip yeah, Billing. <laughs> there uh, you Kiefer go. Moore, uh, of course, oh, yeah. Jeff, Jefferson Lerma. I remember he was meant to be good, weren't he? Yeah, Boy, he, 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 he's, he's one of those players that. You know, you know those guys that they're always going to be in the Premier League. You know, they're going to be a team hero there. <laughs> oh, they, they signed Jefferson Lerma. Yeah, he, ain't he's uh, that kind of guy now. Talking about Bournemouth, ain't uh, Michael B. Jordan a, a stakeholder now? I saw him? that. Interesting. That's mm. so random. Yeah, very, very random. Very, yeah. very random. But yeah, you guys, um, excited to be back. It's. Do you think this extended break? Like, do you think it's come? Do you think it came at a good time for Potter? Because I know you guys had a lot of. Um, players go to the World Cup, but do you think he would have much rather just get into the thick of things, play games, and you know work with the the squad? Or do you think it's given him a bit of reprieve? Let's get our ideas together. Let's analyze the squad and let's build build something. Let's have six weeks to build something and you know get cracking. Um, I think if it came after, remember when he first came in, we won him kind of like. I think six or seven games in a row, maybe, maybe mm. a draw or something. I think if it came then, you would have maybe said, oh, this, I don't think this is good. Because like you said, we had, I think, 12 or so players. Pretty much all of our first team went to the World Cup. Mm. Um, so he obviously doesn't get much time with them. But the fact we lost, I think, three in a row in the league. Um, I think we just lost to City in the Carabao Cup or something. It probably did come at a good time. Um, so he can kind of drill in. And I think... 
we not I think Kovacic was our only player that went kind of to the semis deep in I yeah. believe so I think a lot of them would have probably come back maybe kind of one or two weeks ago now um, Ziyech uh, yeah I said Chelsea yeah players. you say that but Ziyech he's not he's not really a star in, in that regard yeah all that so. done is drive his price up hopefully for us hopefully hopefully yeah fair enough fair enough yeah uh, I think it. I think it can be a good thing. I mean, ask me again tomorrow, and I might change and my maybe mind. Maybe a different but... answer. <laughs> yeah, you're not. You're not. Conf- you're not confident at all. Like I am. I think we'll win. I think we'll win. I do think we'll win. Uh, I think two 0 Chelsea. But what sort it's... of team? What sort of team do you envisage starting? Because you know, like you said, there is. You, you guys had a lot of players go to the World Cup. Um, you know, I think uh, it's been Arsenal had all of our guys come back and start. So um... yeah, I think Kepa's number one. I think that's kind of been agreed now. Um, that's a remontada and a half as well, isn't it? But he's just got to start right, performing. I don't, well, I, don't right? I, don't, I don't think that's a remontada, man. I think that's just that's just a, that's just a shit off. Yeah, like, who, who is le- who is less shit than the other guy? Really? Yeah. In, in essence, Jeez, like, what happened to Mendy, man? Boy, I don't know, I don't man. Know. I, I think you know with Mendy. I think it was like a massive over performance. Right. You know, yeah. The drop off has been to such a like extreme level that people are like, whoa, mm. you know. Got you. But, He's done yeah. well, man. Good for him. He's done well, man. He's, he's done well for himself, you know. Like, he was what? Two, like, two years ago, if I mentioned... Yeah, man. Uh, two yeah. years ago, if I mentioned Mendy, you, you wouldn't have been thinking about Edwards, you know? So he's, yeah. he's done well for himself. He's done well for himself. Yeah, but, yeah I think I think the break did come at a good time for us, mm. um, especially for a lot, lot of players that like, proved themselves to the manager. So, like, the guys like... Um, the, so, a lot of like, the young players, like Hutchinson, Hall, I think those two in particular, there's been, like, a lot of reports about how, like, impressed Potter's been with them in terms of, like um, actually being actually being involved in first team training and actually playing for the first team, so I think that that would be like a really big positive because um, Hall did get to come into the Premier League, you know, just before the just before we did have a he break. Started and was the last game, didn't he? Yeah, it's like he started the last game against Newcastle. So for him to get a lot more time with Potter and not have any senior guys in front of him, you know, potentially taking attention, I think that's going to be like massive for him. You know, Hutchinson as well. He was quite impressive against some Aston Villa, so. I think there's like a lot of like young players that are like proving themselves to him at the moment. A lot of players that didn't go to the World Cup, but I think the tough the tough thing is going to be just in terms of like how players react because like obviously you know like for, for like for instance Mount, a lot of people were saying you know this would be the perfect time for him to go away, you know potentially get back into better form for England, but he didn't really play much for England, and when he did, you know there was a lot of you know <laughs> discussion about his um, performances. Hey, so... brother, if uh, Kane could score pens, then he would have uh, got an assist. <laughs> 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 but, but, but yeah, so like a, a lot of players who you would have hoped that to have come back with them a higher stock from the World Cup have, have really come like unmoved. Because if you think about it, in terms of like actual Chelsea starters, who really impressed at the World Cup? You know, Pulisic and Ziyech, mm. who yeah, are so really starters. Bit, right, so it's kind of like, so it's yeah. kind of like we've taken like a break, but it's now about how the players respond now to Potter and if their understanding of like what kind of football that he wants to play going forward. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough, man. Fair enough. Um, Rich James will be back. Uh, he's fit, but we're not he's sure. He's fit, how. but we're not sure if he's going to play like the full ninety. If that makes sense, so he's, he'll be a big. That's, that's a, big that's a it's a big addition. Yeah. That is a big yeah. addition because that he is arguably our best player, which is crazy to, to consider. Uh, yeah, as, as a right back, it's crazy to think about. So, yeah, he, he is a really, really big addition. But he is a top draw right back. So, I mean. Yeah, it is what it is. Um, just I just wanted to ask you guys though, because in terms of like your front three composition, I'm assuming it's oh, going to be what, I'm, like I'm, t- I'm tired of about the yeah. Chelsea front three, man. Sorry, guys, we're going to be. It's, it's been Havre, so long, man. It's been so Alpamian, long. Man. I'm sorry, I have to ask you. It's gonna it's gonna be who? 
Havertz, <laughs> Aubameyang, and Mount or something, probably, man. Not Sterling? Oh, wow. Potentially, yeah. Yeah, Sterling could play. Yeah, yeah probably actually, play. no. It'd probably be Sterling, Aubameyang, and Mount. I don't bloody know. Who knows? Maybe he's going to pick Pulisic based off his World Cup form. Who knows? What do you? What have you guys thought of um, Sterling's Chelsea start so far? I think he started pretty well. Um, I do find it quite difficult to kind of rate any of the new boys coming in at the minute because we haven't really been good. And I don't know if I can fairly rate them, but... I think he definitely started well and it seems like Tuchel kind of had a position for him and had a plan for him. And then I think when Potter came in, a lot changed and he's kind of in a weird place at the minute. I'm not really sure where Potter sees him playing. So, yeah. But, I mean, he's a good player. We all know he's a good player. He's proven it year and year again. So, we'll have to see what happens with Sterling, man. I, I couldn't really... What, what, about, yeah. what, about, what about Gallagher? Hey, man... I don't know. That guy is, yeah, he, he's he's got a lot of heart. Yeah, is that, <laughs> is that, is that the descriptive word we are using to? I I don't know. I don't like to write him off because he's Chelsea boy and all that, but he just right. I just Sam. just write him. Off. I just don't see how any like his his touch isn't just going to miraculously become good. Yeah. But, he gets about, do you know what I mean? He... Like, there's, 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 you know, there's an argument to be made. Like, there's, you know, Conor Gallagher could easily be playing for Bournemouth tomorrow. Like, he's, he's probably hey. that level, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, Philip Billing's a good player, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a given. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah I, I don't... Respect Lewis Cook, man. Respect Lewis Cook. Who? Hey, respect Lewis, Lewis Cook, Cook Sam. <laughs> good player, man. Good player. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I expect you guys to get the business done, man. I think. I think. Aubameyang. I think we should. Aubameyang's had a good rest. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I think. I think with me when it comes to Chelsea, I feel like the 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 best way to, to judge us is like you have to look at the lineup and look at our first five minutes. I think that's like the best way to like look at us because we don't really have like any sort of which of like continuity in terms of like the way we've like played this lineup. So. When you see the lineup, you can kind of like get kind of like kind of make a guess of like how we're going to play. Mm. I mean, if you see that like the first five minutes has like how we do perform, you can kind of make a judgment of how we're going to play in the day. But sure, at this moment, at this present moment in time, I think we're quite unpredictable. Yeah, I I I, I feel the same about Chelsea. Like, I don't really know what to to make of you guys. Like you're not like like you obviously have issues scoring goals, but I don't think you're like weak defensively. Like you don't leak goals. I know you've had a few. We've had a few games that bring us down, like we just kind of lose our heads and yeah. But yeah. but you're not like a team that is susceptible, like like a weak team defensively. Like yeah, you're not bleeding you chances mean. and no. just a bit of a nothing team at the moment. We haven't had much continue con- continuity in our backline either. There's been a few like kind of injuries we get, and mm. obviously Thiago Silva's old now. He's so good, but he is old, like. And I know people harp on about it all the time, but mm. he can't play week in, week out. He just, yeah. So it's um interesting. Don't, but don't, don't worry, guys. Aubameyang loves a goal against Bournemouth. So, well, he's, he's due a couple. He'll, he'll come up trumps for you. The the last game tomorrow is uh, Man United against uh, who am I United playing? Uh, they're Forest? playing Nottingham Forest. I mean, yeah. 
I again, Man United. I'm, I'm not quite sure. I, I, they should, they should win. They should win, right? Like, they, that's, I'm not going against the grain there, but I say they should win against Nottingham Forest, am I? Um, but yeah, what, what do you guys think of United so far? Like, what, what are you, what are you thinking of United under Ten Hag? Similar issues to you guys? Um, I wouldn't say similar issues, but kind of in terms of like you don't really know where the goals are going to come from, but. For me, I, I can kind of see that there is goal potential there in terms of like players like Rashford, if that makes sense. Mm. So like you can kind of you, you know Rashford is a is a goal threat, but it's more so about if he's able to keep fit. Mm. You know, if, if if you get if you get what I mean. But yeah, I feel like with United, I feel I feel I do think they need a couple of signings, you know, in the January transfer window, especially in, in midfield and up top. But so far, I've been quite impressed with like the way Ten Hag's you know gone about it. I think you know his treatment of Ronaldo, you know how he's got him out of the paint. I think that's I think it's been perfect. I think you kind of like put him in, in a way whereby. What did you just say? I'm... Gotten him out of the paint. Yeah, never use that phrase again, please. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I forgot. I, I forgot. I was with two, 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 two men, not of the culture. But you know, sorry, are you American, Babs? Are you American? <laughs> what culture are you talking about? Hey, yeah. listen, man. <laughs> Got him I'm, out. For, for, for once on touchline, I'm in a minority area. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the first time ever. <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I think what he did with Ronaldo was perfect because he kind of like gave him his own sort of die on. You know, he didn't out and out say you're not in my plans, but we all knew he wasn't in these plans. And him coming on and do, doing the whole like interview and getting him off the books, I think that's been perfect for United financially and on the field. So I, I've been really impressed with how he's dealt with that. I've also been impressed with like how he's like given players like opportunities. So like the guys like Dallo, you know, he said, you know, okay, you know, you, you look promising to me, so I'm going to give you a run of games. You know, he that's been promised, that's been impressive to me. Um, I've also liked the fact that they he's kind of like stuck to his ideals. So that unlike us, where there's been, there's been a lot of like tinkering in terms of like formation, players with with um, Ten Hag, you kind of know who you're going to get. You know, on the on the on the day, you know, in terms of that eleven, you know, Casemiro is going to be starting in midfield with Ericsson. You know it's going to be Bruno, you know, in, in behind, you know, ideally Martial. You know it's going to be Varane and um, Lissandro. Obviously, they're not going to be able to play the World Cup, but you kind of know what you're going to get with him. And, you, and I think that allows for the players to build up consistency. So I think I'd be really impressed in, in that regard. And I think the next step now is just getting those signings over the line because I think if you, if, you, if they do get a number nine and I sent them into a pair of Casemiro, I can see them being the top four for it, personally. Sure. Well, let's uh, wrap up on uh, a few uh, listeners' questions before we call it a night because it's getting late and I'm tired. Um, let's start. We'll just do a couple. So M underscore TL Banner 96, he says, are Southampton accepting relegation and planning for the championship next year after firing Raf? What's it? Is this, uh, can I be part of the culture here, Raf, and say, is this called tanking? <laughs> <laughs> Boy, it's, it's looking like that, but... They get Even nothing with, from tanking. That's the thing. Yeah, no, no, no draft picks. Yeah, you don't get you don't get anything from tanking in, in in the Premier League football. So unless they're like relying parachute on parachute payment. payments, yeah, I don't think I don't they've really accepted relegation, for. man. I just don't think they're they're just shit. I I actually think they've put themselves in this position, like they don't exactly like Hassan Hootall. I know people obviously made jokes like the nine nil losses he had and kind of he had a lot of bad losses but I don't think Southampton really kind of helped him at all like mm. the squad he was consistently kind of getting where were they coming probably like 11th 12th but no, knowing knowing the coach that Ralph Hassan had right 
knowing the coach Ralph Hassenthal is and, and, you know, his background in the game, I reckon he's probably had a strong influence on the recruiting. Probably. Maybe. And the strategy as well. Yeah, maybe. Agreed. Um, Agreed. I also think he would have kept him up. It does, it does kind of like align with the Red Bull model, you know, mm. in terms mm. of like investing in a lot of potential. And yeah, man. It's kind of burned up in their face. So I, I do feel like with, with them, it's just like him like dying on his own sword again. I think that's kind of like been, I think that's kind of like been the problem there. But I do think they should have invested a bit more around him because you're not going to get a better manager than him in that Southampton when you really think about it. Yeah. And it's a tough job for Nathan Jones, who's like, you know, yeah. I mean, he's never managed in the Premier League before. Um, I literally don't know. Who he is. It could be, it could be seen as preparing for the championship because if you, I br- think if you bring in a championship a, manager, if you bring in a championship manager, yeah. Maybe I think they can still stay it's, up. It's gonna to be tough, man. It's gonna to be tough. Yeah, oh, got oh, a can, it's so tight yeah. at the bottom, isn't it? I mean, it's like mm. there's there's what between Southampton and Chelsea, there's nine points. Why, bruv? <laughs> why are you doing that, man? Why, why are you doing that, Lewis? Like, what's this going on here? What's going they, on? Here? Be, they beat us as well, as a matter of fact. Because I was at that game. Wait, they drew against they us. They, 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 you know, they took. They're the only one of two teams to take points of us. They were the weirdest team. Even when they yeah. were shit, you never like when you was a like big team playing them. You always thought they could get a result. It was a weird yeah. one. Yeah, they were lucky against us. Though. Fucking... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they weren't lucky against us. They pammed us. Yeah, well, yeah. Not Chelsea. Um, Mo Abdi thirteen underscore. He says, "What type of striker does United need? And is there someone we can get in Jan? Like they, they were the front runners for Gakpo, right? So yeah, yeah. Um... And you think with a like Dutch connection as well." Like, I thought that was a done deal. It looked like a done mm. deal kind of three days ago. It's, it's crazy because yeah. I think there was a tweet about um, Fabrizio, like, literally 11 hours ago. You know, he was tweeting about Gakpo, you know, the only club in his man is United. You know, him and Ten Hag have been talking throughout how many, for how many days. It's a done deal for 60 million. It's not, not a done deal, but it's going to be for 60 million. And then all of a sudden, Liverpool sweeps These in. journals are liars, Nearly man. half yeah. the price and... Boy, and, and it's like <laughs> out of like nowhere as well. Liverpool have done it literally out of nowhere. Teams. Yeah, I like and, and if you remember, was, I, I, remember exa- I was yeah. gonna say that that was the exact same thing they did yeah. with Fabinho. Yeah, when United were linked with him. Yeah, out of yeah. yeah. So I mean, I, if I'm Gakpo, I'd rather I would go. I'd go Liverpool to go. But... Oh yeah, hundred. If in terms of what they need, I mean, they just needed someone who scores goals. Mm. Like it's, it sounds simple, but the striker market. I think there were it's a position an now. Market, man. Yeah, I think the next striker a big team has to get um, that it almost has to be a project. To, like linked to Jao Felix. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's a striker yeah. personally. Uh, clubs are. He's, uh, he's yeah, he's. Would he fit United? Uh, he's a good player. Um, I don't know where he'd play. I feel like he'd probably maybe occupy similar spaces to like someone like Bruno mm. but I'm not sure maybe Vla- Vlahovic from Juve yeah they were well. apparently they're, they're, he's on the market right yeah um which is hilarious yeah because we, we we've been linked to him like quite strongly as well mm. by some of our journals maybe if Ivan Tony puts a bet on himself to go United <laughs> then... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I, I think in terms of proof I think they, they, I think what they're going to look for is somebody similar to Martial but of a more proven track record for goals, if that makes sense. So somebody that's able to like link up play. You know they're still hoping stuff. for Martial to bang. They're still Boy. hoping for that. Well, yeah, it's an in-house solution, man. I mean, yeah. yeah it's an in-house solution, but I, I think they're probably going to want a, a more of a sure thing. Mm. 
you know, in, in that regard. But, but is there is there more sure things out there on the market? Is it's a booba car? Like I said, man, it's an ugly, it's an ugly market, man. Yeah, it's an ugly market yeah. out there. They man. can go get a booba car. That chip in the cup, mate. Boy, I can't lie, Sam. <laughs> I, was looking, I was looking at him for us. Better <laughs> 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 than what we've got. And a Valencia, yeah. Boy, man, I mean, listen, man. Desperate times, yeah. desperate measures. Mm-hmm. I think they could have done worse than maybe like just getting someone like Richarlison. Like, but obviously he's gone Tottenham now, so it's not going to happen. But mm. just that kind of player where. Like I said, I think the next striker any big teams get is going to have to be one who's maybe not at the top yet. Kind of maybe like the Gakpo. He's not quite at that top level yet, but maybe you believe he can he can get, get there. there. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, I don't really see any kind of ready-made strikers out there at the minute. Yeah, teams, I think, missed the, missed the trick with, like, your uh, Julio Alvarez and... Gamaco. Yeah, mm. even Gamaco, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, still, I still don't understand why Gamaco... Paqueta went to West Ham. Yeah, I was like, saying today, like, Paqueta's gone from playing with Neymar to Antonio. Like, he's sick. <laughs> like, imagine that. <laughs> De- Declan Rice today looked physically fed up of playing for West Ham. Yeah, he was, like, it throwing just, his hands up. Yeah, up. did you see it? He was, yeah. he was so He's doing two-man's job. Suchek is yeah, so bad. Garbage. Yeah, garbage he's there. literally doing a two-man job. And I, I completely understand where Rice is coming from. I'll be throwing my hands up as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, through anyway gents let's call it uh, an evening there it's been uh, lovely to share boxing day with you and you know uh talk talk football an entertaining day of premier league action and um i hope for a similarly entertaining day tomorrow hopefully at you guys expense and united's expense as well that'd be perfect <laughs> perfect bank holiday but yeah babs and sam it was it was lovely to speak to you both and um enjoy the rest of your christmas and and have a lovely new year pleasure Happy Christmas and Happy New Year to everyone listening. Cheers, guys. Peace. Sports Social Podcast Network.